everyone. Welcome to Be More You Talks with Lesejo. Um, so today I am talking to Melanor Sims, from who's, who's actually, um, she calls herself a holistic tooth fairy. So she's the, she's the kind of tooth fairy who helps you keep your teeth. So, you know, we were introduced to tooth fairies and kids um, only though after you lost the tooth and then you get introduced to the tooth fairy. So, yeah, so this one is different and she's a teeth healer um, holistically and yeah. Um, can you introduce yourself, how you got into this industry? Because I find it mm -hmm. fascinating that... Um, I didn't know this industry existed actually until I went through something myself and then I was like, oh, okay, here's a new world. How do mm -hmm. we, yeah, how, how do we do this? Yes, so, well, I don't have a background in professional dentistry or health. I, I've done all sorts of other things, been a policy analyst, a researcher, an artist, all sorts of jobs, but I always had really terrible teeth. And then, uh, um, you know, even though I was going to the dentist regularly and following the dentist's advice, uh, it never occurred to me that there was any alternative way to deal with teeth mm -hmm. until about, gosh, must be about eight years ago now, I um, was going to the dentist for what would have turned out to be my seventh root canal. and. Yeah. I know I had really bad teeth okay. and finally something like clicked in my brain and went this is this is not sustainable I'm not going to have any teeth left if I don't change the way I'm dealing with this so I went home from the dentist um, and started looking for alternative complementary health approaches uh, and there wasn't anyone like me around and so I really I had to order books there weren't even like really detailed websites and there wasn't much social media back then. And um, so I started reading books and trying the, the, the recommendations on my own teeth. And then I didn't need that root canal and I was able to take really good care of them and turn around um, cavities and, uh, you know, heal my tooth decay. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, as I learned more and practiced more, uh, people kept asking me for advice, like how I was doing it. And then about three and a half years ago, I decided to start uh, coaching people as the holistic tooth fairy. I started this online business. So I coach people all over the world, um, all online on Zoom calls, like how we're talking now, yeah. and help them uh, with holistic strategies for teeth and gum healing. Oh, wow. That's a beautiful journey. Um, we have quite a few things in common. The bad teeth, history of bad teeth. Uh -huh. um, and being in the industry that we are in, in coaching and what I'm doing right now, purely mm. because of experience and um, healing your, finding your own healing. And, mm -hmm. um, and then people asking, how did you do it? And then you start a company from that. Um, so yeah. regarding terrible teeth, <laughs> yes. I have been visiting a dentist 
not because I want to. So um, since the age of, I think, seven, I've had mm -hmm. bad teeth from a very young age. As we speak, mm -hmm. I, I have a few root, I, I think I had three root canals. Okay. I also thought, yeah, I'm also losing teeth. What is going on? I can't, because I mm -hmm. even, it even affected my front teeth. No, I can't. I had, yeah. I even had, and you know, yeah. As we continue in the in the in the interview, I'll tell you more about how I actually attracted you because I I don't believe in in mistakes. So how I attracted mm -hmm. you, how I found you online. Um, yes. So about a month ago, um, mm -hmm. during yeah, a full moon. I think a week mm. at the full moon. I had um, swollen gums and it was excruciating mm. pain. I could not mm. anything. So I am currently pregnant. So the dentist can't really do, can't do much for me. So there's nothing they can do. So I thought, what is an alternative way of healing my gums, finding more about um, how, how to take care of my teeth? Because I have a very, I have a terrible background with teeth. Um, yeah. Just a year ago, <laughs> I entered a beauty pageant with no front teeth. I don't know how I managed to get through to the next round, but that was not a, that's a story for another day. That's, I'm just giving you a background of bad teeth that I, that I had mm -hmm. experience with. Um, so um, I knew that physically and metaphysically, there's some type of, um, that there's some connection. Um, so I went in. And I found your article. Um, so when I researched, it's called Spiritual Reasons for Gum Disease. So that's what I found. Because I think mm. I Googled something along those lines, the meaning of um, gum issues. And oh mm -hmm. my God, you, <laughs> you broke it down in that article um, on why you probably have, because um, I think, I accepted that it, I, I don't want to say I had gingivitis, but I accepted that I had gingivitis. Um, mm. But it could be for a number of reasons, pregnancy and, and other things. So tell me the first question, because there's a whole lot of, I have so much. So what other yeah. physical, uh, metaphysical reasons for gum disease? So, uh, different people will have different metaphysical influences. So metaphysical can be emotional, mm -hmm. psychological, energetic, spiritual, it could be ancestral. Um, and uh, it can be as simple as stress. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so it depends on what's going on in your life. I can't easily give a blanket answer to that question without knowing more about what's going on but certainly pregnancy um, can have an influence both for physical reasons because it's very physically depleting for your teeth and gums to be growing another human inside you but also for metaphysical reasons because of the, um, the emotional demands of motherhood and especially if you are still um, working or taking care of other children or managing a move or a complicated life situation mm -hmm. and 
um, uh, dealing with a pregnancy as well that um, can play out in your gums by cutting off the dentinal flow. So dentinal flow is uh, what drives the uh, regenerative processes that are happening all the time in a healthy body to regenerate the enamel in your teeth, to regenerate the gum tissue, to regenerate the jawbone. Mm -hmm. And dentinal flow gets blocked by stress. So um, uh, the, the flow stops and that regeneration stops. And uh, so minimizing stress will help to support your gum health. But also uh, the gums can represent things like um, suppressed emotions. So often when people have receding gums, uh, it's because they're not expressing or even acknowledging uh, difficult or strong emotions and that tension between the feelings that they're not allowing to be uh, felt, released, expressed. And, um, and just trying to carry on as normal, um, the, the gums kind of retract in this, I've got to hold things together kind of way. They tighten up, they get, um, yeah, smaller. So that's one aspect. Um, swollen gums could be like a sense of overwhelm, a feeling like there's too much, too much responsibility, too many demands, too many expectations, and that the gums embody that feeling of overwhelm and that feeling of too much by swelling up. Um, yeah, so the way that I work, I'm, I much prefer to work uh, in ongoing one-on-one -on -one coaching okay. uh, relationship because it's very hard to make generalizations and uh, it's really going to be very personal to you what your reasons are and while there might be similarities and overlaps with other people's reasons for the same kinds of symptoms your story is unique you're unique and your body's response is unique so That's, that is very true um okay i hmm, there's a lot that you spoke about about the the, when when your gums recede and that means you're contracting so currently um you are part of a, a series called healing your emotional body and um so i just thought this is how god works when you um when you say you want to talk about something you're dealing with something and then it comes up in your body and it just shows up and that's just how god works um, there's no other way one can explain it. Mm. So I didn't find it surprising that um, my teeth um, started swelling up immediately when I started working um, in that part. You know, immediately when I started saying, okay, this is what I'm working on and this is how, this is the series that I'd like to start. So when this came up, I was like, oh, okay. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, plus, yeah. it dealt with um, a few things that I was going through, that I'm going through personally. Like I said, I have a background of terrible teeth, and um, there's something in the article that I read that spoke about um, ancestral um, history regarding your teeth, and it oh, only yeah, 
it only it only makes sense because um so i grew up a child who does not uh, who's not very confident and teeth speak a lot about confidence because that's the that's the thing that shows up first so anything that's on your face your teeth speaks about confidence so i never believed that i was beautiful from a very young age i don't know who said what to me but i know that i never believed that i was and it affected mm. and i kept on suppressing my feelings as i was growing up hence the teeth hence losing the teeth hence the plague the, besides the fact that i was brushing my teeth and i was actually taking care of my teeth hygienically mm. um, but there's quite a few things that came up um especially yeah. in in my, in my mother's side so there's a lot quite a few things something like um um uh, family secrets um so yes. when you have uh problems with your teeth um you you, the, you you have a burden basically your teeth um oh how do i say it like your teeth carry an emotional burden yes. on your behalf yes yes, yes. So when your teeth break, when your gums get swollen, and all sorts of things, we just take it lightly that um, I should probably take care of my teeth, and and that's not true. There's family secrets, there's ancestral, um, there's a whole lineage behind it. And yes. um, so, another question is, um, how do gums relate to to your teeth? Um, like I just mentioned, ancestral. So let's just let's talk about me because you can't generalize and hopefully this will assist somebody else so i'm your client and i come to you i had self-confidence issues um and i um i had i had a gap between my teeth i think i'll just when i put up this video i'll have a picture of myself uh, with my old teeth i had a beautiful gap between my teeth but i didn't like it and I prayed, I literally, as a kid, I was praying away the, uh, the gap, praying that they, miraculously my teeth would come mm. And that never happened. And then finally, one, one morning I woke up and um, my gums were swollen, went to the dentist, and when I got there, the dentist told me, if you had bitten an apple one more time, your teeth were gonna get stuck in the apple and you were not gonna have front teeth. You must thank your teeth for your gums for being stolen because they saved you from a huge embarrassing moment and as a as a young girl that is huge so my worst mm -hmm. fear was having dentures and all sorts of things now mm. now i was stuck with that now i'm the girl who has dentures and and that and i had to face that so how do teeth relate Back to that question how do your gums yes. and teeth relate to the um your healing your emotional healing yes so um as i said the the uh the teeth and the gums will carry the emotional burden of what you don't express so whether it's ancestral family from your childhood from your adult past, from your current situation, if there are um, toxic uh, relationships or um, secrets that 
that are harmful to hold on to, if there are um, unprocessed memories, um, uh, painful emotions, you know, it's different for everyone. The content is different for everyone, mm -hmm. but your body holds on to it. And for those of us who have issues with our teeth and gums, this is the part of the body that holds on to it. Mm -hmm. Some people, it's their gut. Some people, it's, you know, their skin. They'll, it'll play out in different people's bodies in different ways. But for those of us who have a lot of issues in our mouth, that's where we hold on to these unresolved emotional or spiritual um, issues that we need to, to heal. And so uh, in the process of healing our, our teeth and gums, we need to identify um, those unresolved, unrecognized issues mm -hmm. and allow the feelings to be felt. That is how you release them. Okay. You cannot um, uh, heal without having those feelings flow, flow in and through you. Now, it doesn't have to mean that you, you know, spend a week in bed sobbing because you didn't cry when you were a kid. Okay. It can be just um, like an energetic shift. But you what you can't do is just ignore it and say, I'm going to continue to not deal with those problems and just focus on the physical to heal this. Because those, uh, even if you can address the physical problem, say by pulling out the teeth, um, the, the emotional burden will just shift to a different part of your mouth or a different part of your body. Hmm. So you yeah. have to do the work. Yeah, yeah, you have to do the work. So, mm. talking about doing the work, um, mm -hmm. there's quite a lot of things that I found from that article. Well, it led me to do so much research around teeth. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, so you, um, there's also a, a video, and by the way, I'll put in the links of the article and the, the video that I saw that I just kept on finding more information from one article to the next. So you mm. work, you work uh, using teeth meridians or mouth meridians. And mm -hmm. um, I was looking at the type, the, where my gums were swollen um, yeah. immediately because I've got, yeah, and I wanted to find out what exactly um, is happening. I really wanted to do because emotional healing is Yes. identifying and allowing yourself to feel the feelings so that you're able mm. to deal with the feelings and move on from there and find a solution for yourself so yes. um i found out that um my it was close to my canines close to my canines huh? and towards um, um my molars on my left upper okay and, um now, because I have a history with the front ones as well, I did, but I wanted to focus only on anger because the emotional healing um, that we're dealing with mm. is anger. So I found out that the canines actually, that's where we store a lot of our anger, resentment, yeah. frustration, blaming, um, mm. and taking action. And that's exactly yeah. what we've been focusing on this month. And I found it amazing that um, so 
I do Qigong as well. I teach Qigong. I have yeah. Qigong classes. Yeah. So I didn't know that there were mouth meridians. I was like, what? So this is my type <laughs> of language <laughs> in the first yeah. Um, yeah. And immediately I found um, the, the pain associated with the canines um, is liver and the gallbladder. Mm-hmm. And on the first episode, we went through that um, affirmations and what to do, how to actually take care of your liver, your eyes. It actually affects your ovaries as well. So that also, and you know, I'm pregnant and I have also a beautiful history with my with my womb. So besides the teeth, I have a beautiful history <laughs> with, yeah. with my womb as well. So and I found mm-hmm. it fascinating that when I'm going through this type of healing, this is what mm-hmm. this is what's coming up. And liver mm-hmm. and all that. So um yeah. yo, how <laughs> How explain more about the meridians, right? The mouth meridians, maybe sure. um, going in, just talking about the liver. How would you, from a from a mouth healer, a mouth healer point of view, how would you then assist in aiding um, the emotions of anger, resentment, frustration um, that are associated with the liver, gallbladders, and eyes? Mm. Mm. Um, so it's good to talk about what the source of the anger is and really go back further and further back so not just what is like making you angry now but what that reminds you of what's the first time that you can remember anything like that what's the first time you felt that angry that that red hot overwhelming rage emotion um because most of us connected with anger for the first time when we were toddlers and it was really for most of us shut down you know we were really taught to behave and received consequences for expressing that anger and and then that becomes a family lineage particularly for women and girls that our anger is shut down as a really unacceptable emotion for for women Mm. and girls to to feel Mm. and express um so uh looking for the origin and then um allowing that energy of pure um kind of self-righteous anger of of the two-year-old the tantruming two-year-old, <laughs> yeah. allowing that to be physically embodied, to do the stomping and the yelling and the, ah, I won't, I don't want to, no, 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 no. Playing with that because you're an adult now and it's not about directing it at anyone and it's not about going into the story about what makes you angry necessarily. Sometimes that's another mm-hmm. part of it but really to release it from how it's stuck in the body. You know, it's stuck in the mouth here. We have to get it flowing out. And so moving your body, stomping your feet on the earth, shaking, screaming, you know, vigorous motions, that's all a form of energetic release. That is what helps get the the stuck emotion out of your body. 
Mm. So anyone can do that. You can do that. You don't oh. have to like have a therapist. Just oh. go go into a quiet room <laughs> where you won't scare anyone <laughs> and just let rip. <laughs> there's an actual, Very healing. There's an, there's, an, there's an actual exercise in Qigong. Yeah. You actually shake out your, your anger, your yes. frustration. Um, and it's one of my favorite exercises. I always include it in all my classes. And I always yeah. advise my clients that immediately when you feel frustrated in the office or whatever, remember, if yeah. there's one thing two-year-olds are brilliant at, is throwing yes. a tantrum. Yes. And how they did it is that they shake their hands, stomp their feet, and just go. So exactly what you just described, it's an actual it's an actual exercise that you can do and it takes about five minutes and you feel so much better because you're releasing mm -hmm. um whatever that energy the anger energy out so that's yeah. all that's all you have to do and i find it fascinating that all the things that you're talking about regarding find out where the source of anger is um we we spoke about that and even with um i i spoke to a herbalist as well who advised the same thing um, so it's, it's essentially, it doesn't matter where it's stuck in your body and how you release, yeah. but this, it's the same yes. exercises that you have to do. Ask, especially the yeah. whole question of ask it why it's here, you know, um, because, um, you get triggers of that particular, um, emotion. Um, maybe mm -hmm. for example, I would have a conversation with you and then I get reminded of what, because I have you. I actually saw this um, when I was reading one of your articles that um, socially, spiritually, and personally um, um, experiences, especially black people, women, L, um, the LGBT, yeah. they store a lot of their anger and they don't express it that much um, because we think justice and inequality is something to just uh, it's, it's something very light. So I'm mentioning this because I used to have a history with um, uh, white women, like management mm. with managers, um, and I'd, I'd be triggered a lot. Um, I'd be triggered, and every time I speak to a white woman who's a manager, um, I'd be triggered, and, and I asked myself, what is this thing? Why am I attracting? And then after asking this question, I actually got yeah. a, I got a I got a response from, you know, during meditation where yeah. I actually had an actual memory. I literally was watching a movie of my life, seeing the very first interaction with a white woman, what happened. And this, so I understand asking that question, what is the source yeah. of my yes. anger? Um, yes. Because I mean, I would literally sabotage myself and not make money because I would have an interview with, with you, for example, and mm -hmm. I'd just be triggered. I'm like, oh, this woman is just questioning me. She's not listening to me. She's just questioning mm. everything that I'm doing. So it'd be triggered. So I started asking myself, what exactly, where exactly does this come from? So there's, quite, yeah. there's a few questions that you ask yourself. Um, yes. Why? Why yeah. is this coming up a lot? And that's the only way to then deal with that emotion and not actually rush that process yes. of, of healing yourself. That's right. And I think it's important to not just settle for the, 
the simple first answer mm-hmm. because um, it's it, the real reason is if it's embodied in your mouth, then it's not it's not easily accessible. And so the real reason will be a few layers down. You do keep have to asking why, mm. keep looking deeper. And um, uh, the other thing I wanted to say about the the story, and I'm so glad you shared that because uh, it's such a good example of how it's not just our own personal burden. It's like your relationship with white woman managers exists in a, in a system of racism yes. and that you know we all live in and particularly you you live in South Africa with the history the recent history of apartheid and of course that's going to not just uh, trigger you to um, be inhibited or re- triggered in in those actual conversations but it will re re what's the word I'm looking for kind of re-stimulate the the whole history of your lineage of white woman bossing around your mothers and grandmothers and aunties and great-grandmothers and you know for generations there's all that hurt that got laid in had to be suppressed because it wasn't safe to express anger right and so that got held in the body and laid into the dna that you've inherited so you've inherited this pattern which is then reinforced by the wider society and by the the individual experiences and relationships and so it's layers and layers and layers. Um, and that, yeah. Wow. I'm glad you said that because it went further. It wasn't just me getting that tape, um, watching what happened. I actually um, got a, an epiphany some, somehow um, regarding relationship with, um, with white women, how, how they were actually active in... How, how heavily active they were in the processes of racism internationally because the root of um, a white man, all they want to do is take care of their wife and take care of their, um, uh, their mothers. So their mother's opinion is very important and their wife's opinion is very important. And if, a, if, if your wife says, I, 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 I don't like that particular man, He's threatening to me. Then that's how slavery essentially started. And I thought, oh my God, if we, and coincidentally, there's this whole Black Lives Matter going on. And in South Africa as well, there's some serious femicide um, going on, um, you know, coincidentally. Mm. So this is actually the root of what happened. Racism is just a was a white man protecting his own lineage, protecting his wife, protecting his mother. So it has Mm -hmm. always been about a white woman. Racism has always been about the white woman. Mm -hmm. And that is Mm -hmm. actually the depth of what racism is. And what, you know, when it played back, because I saw quite a few, you know, it went back a few layers. Besides my experience, Mm -hmm. I had my own experience, personal experience, and then I saw my, yeah. my, you know, my, my grandmother's experience. And then I mm. went back to 
the original I can't say really the original, but it gave it there was an epiphany of okay, so this is where this is what stands racism. It's this is this guy is just protecting himself essentially, but in a hateful way. And the instigators of racism would then be a, a white woman, whether it's the mother mm -hmm. or the wife or the girlfriend, mm -hmm. whatever. But they essentially yeah. just trying to put, protect their territory. So if they see mm. any type of, and that's just um, caveman mentality. If you if there's a threat, you protect and you kill the enemy. Mm. So how do you mm. get rid of the enemy? You suppress it, mm -hmm. save it, give it, take as much power from them as possible. So that's exact, and I think that's the root of actual racism. Okay, um, thank you for that. Thank you for mentioning that. Um, I have, yeah, I, I didn't know it was going to lead this way, uh, <laughs> but I'm appreciative. I'm grateful that it did. Um, so, whew, so we've spoken about how the healing process, I think, yeah, I think my questions are actually done. Um, so mm -hmm. we, what we discovered is that, um, teeth actually work as a storeroom, right? For minerals, mm -hmm. ancestral traumas. Mm -hmm family secrets, childhood struggles, suppressed mm -hmm. emotions, and resistance to change. So how, mm -hmm. does, how does one allow themselves to first step, you know, the a simple step? Um, we are going through coronavirus and we are locked down. And a mm -hmm. lot of emotions like anger, for example, resentment that has been suppressed for years and years and years mm -hmm. coming up. And a lot of families, whoever that you're staying with, are basically anybody that you stay with, they're basically in danger because whatever that you're feeling at that particular moment is gonna come up and show up. And how do you how do you then um, what is your advice on how to not really kill the person who's next to you because you are dealing with your own things? <laughs> I not to kill them. That's a good question. <laughs> How do you not kill your loved one? Uh, well, you know, know it's because <laughs> you just stuck with them. You are stuck with yourself. You are finally, you know, find the world is finally quieting down, um, and you don't really have much to distract yourself. Now you have this yeah. poor person next to you, yeah. and they're getting all the heat. How do you do it gently without, what would you, what, yeah, what is your advice regarding okay. that? So, well, that's, a, I think that's a bigger question than, than just um, uh, dealing with teeth and gums. But what I will say is that what your mouth needs for you is not to suppress mm -hmm. those feelings, for you to express them, but find someone safe. Like get on the phone with, you know, your best friend or your sister or your auntie or someone who will listen and not get all caught up in the, your emotions are real and have to be responded to in a, in a practical sense. But someone who would understand that you just need to vent and who will let you just vent and not take it personally. And that's probably not the person who's making you angry in your own home because they're in your face 24-7 for months on end, right? So 
we have phones, we've got Zoom. Get, talk to someone else, you know, even if you, you hire a coach or um, do a, a exchange with uh, of listening time with a friend you find on Facebook, whatever. Find someone mm. so that you can say the words. Mm. Now, if that's not possible, write them down. Do some journaling. Just write. What's the, why do I feel so angry? Answer that question until your, your pen runs out. Then write the question again. Why do I feel so angry? Mm. Answer the question again and just do that because even though the verbal expression is a beautiful energetic release that's really connected obviously to the teeth and gums, writing it down can be really powerful too because mm. that is still an energetic release in a different way. It's still connected and it will make some difference. Doing um, the physical release that we were talking about where you're doing the stomping and the shaking and the um, thrashing your arms, doing that without expressing the, the words of uh, I'm angry and this is what I'm angry about, but doing the motions and just kind of making wordless sounds as you do them, mm warn your partner or whoever you're sharing the house with is I've got some strong feelings I need to let them out this isn't about you please don't worry or take it personally but I'm going to go and do some stomping it's an exercise it's my qigong you know whatever you're going to like put an, a boundary around the the experience to make it safe for the other person that you're doing this over in this room or on this side of room if you're stuck in a room together and I know lots of people are just stuck in like tiny little apartments then you have to you have to create the boundaries with with your words in order to get the space to do what you need but physical movement releasing the whatever words are on your head you know in your in your head um uh and and I think you know it's so important to communicate with the people around you about what you're going through. They don't have to know the detail, but you can say, you know, I'm, I'm experimenting with a new approach to deal with this problem with my gums. And I think it's, it's got some relationship to suppressed emotions. So I'm going to try an experiment of releasing emotions and I'm going to be doing it over here and I'll do it for 15 minutes and I don't want you to be bothered. Maybe, you know, <laughs> when they're asleep or, or whatever, create some space for yourself to do that release. Cause it is, it's the release like lets it out of where it's stuck in your cells, mm. letting it go. However you let it go. That's what you need to do. Mm. Yeah not all you need to do but it will definitely help it's a good start, it's a good start. yes yes um, a very good start. yes those are actually much more powerful than um the bigger things to do um immediately when you start you know that small step of acknowledging and then doing of the first step towards um healing yourself oh yeah. no 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 Thank you so much. Um, this was actually mind opening because there's some thoughts that I I had even forgotten about and experiences that I I had forgotten about. And I am so grateful for your time. I mean, if there's one thing um, you 
the most important gift one can ever give to the next person is their time. And I'm grateful for giving me your time. And yeah, just, you know, responding to the call from that girl from, from South Africa, who, mm-hmm. yeah, who just stumbled upon this information and then you agreed. Thank you so much for, for that. I really appreciate your words of wisdom and yeah, the steps. And I'm, I'm you know, you know, when you, when you get um, a stamp of, a stamp of approval saying that you're not crazy, not the only one that thinks like this. And it makes me feel better that I'm not crazy. Um, thank you so much. Really appreciate and thank it. Thank you for the invitation and the opportunity to talk to you. It's been such an interesting conversation. Really, really enjoyed it. And thank you for um, yeah, inviting me onto your series and letting me speak to your audience. And if, uh, if those of you who are watching uh, would like to find out more about this way of dealing with oral health, um, go to my website, which is holistictoothfairy.com. Mm-hmm. I've got lots of free resources there, including a class, a masterclass, uh, called Listen to Your Teeth, which really goes into this um, metaphysical approach to teeth and gum healing in a lot more detail. So I think uh, that uh, people who have enjoyed this conversation will find that really helpful. So That's definitely. I'll put a link of the website um, on the YouTube channel. I'll do. I'll ensure that everything that assisted me, that led me to you, um, is up on on the YouTube channel. Thank right. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Thank you. Great to meet you. It was lovely. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.